welcome to my library. Welcome to another podcast episode. I hope all of your weeks were good, are good, are going good, whatever day, time you're listening to this episode. It is Saturday today that I'm recording it, but you'll get this on Sunday. So my week was pretty good. It was not very busy at all, but I have very exciting news to share. So since I'm recording this on Saturday, and then, you know, you'll get this on Sunday, um, over the past couple months or so, I have been religiously looking at tickets for the Airs Tour concerts, and that is the Tampa show is going on this weekend. Tonight will be her last show in Tampa. And I was looking at tickets, but they are just so ridiculously expensive. And I was just going to have to accept the fact that I just couldn't, wouldn't have been able to go. Like, I was fully on planning just tuning in to a live stream on TikTok instead and like just experiencing it from a live thing that somebody else is, you know, recording. And a couple of weeks ago, it's funny because I had a dream, this is all a dream, that I looked up the tickets for the concert and they were like $100 each for like pretty, I mean, not the best seats, they were like nosebleeds, but whatever. I was like, oh my gosh, they're they're so cheap. So I called Will and he was like, yes, Brittany, get the tickets. And we got them and then we fast forward to the concert we were there in the audience and we were up by the nosebleeds and we were kind of by ourselves up there and a security guard sees us and he's like hey since you guys are like all alone up here let me put you in the front row next to mama swift like taylor swift's mom andrea swift and i like my heart was beating so fast I was so excited, and Taylor Swift's mom, Andrea Swift, she likes to do things with people in the audience in the past. Taylor Swift has done these, like, after-concert parties where Taylor Swift's mom will invite fans from the crowd to come be invited to this for, like, the Fearless Tour, they called it the Tea Room, Um, for the Reputation Tour, they called it the Rep Room. And she would just randomly pick people in the audience, and then they got to go meet Taylor Swift after the concert. And so this tour, I don't think that Taylor Swift is doing that because she's on stage for three hours, but she will, like, move people closer to the stage. And I had the, in my dream, she, like, we were standing next to her, during the concert and we got to like be front row like it was us the fence the security guards and then the stage and honestly it was the best dream ever and then I woke up and I checked the prices and they were still like $800 so I was so immediately sad but okay here's the thing I had a pre-sale code back you know, in November when the whole Ticketmaster fiasco went down, I had a pre-sale code. 
four presale tickets, but it was only for Denver. I wouldn't have been able to go in Denver in July realistically because the kids I nanny are out of school and it just would have been a lot of hassle. So uh, I decided to give my sister my presale code because she didn't get one and she was going to wait for the Capital One presale to happen. But then that day, everything was kind of starting to happen and go wrong. And I told her to take mine because I didn't want it to go to waste because that's what would have happened. It would have gone to waste. And I, I, that's, that's not cool. So I gave it to her and she got tickets. I was going to wait for general sale tickets. I was like, just take my pre-sale code and I'll wait for general sale in a couple days. It's not a big deal. So she got tickets for her and her friends and I was going to wait. But then that night they canceled general sale tickets and I didn't get a ticket. I was so sad. I was happy that my sister got tickets, but I was like devastated that I didn't get one. I really, really wish I had gotten a ticket. So anyway, a couple weeks ago, I noticed the prices started going down slightly and I kept watch and I like finally mentioned it to Will like, hey, these, you know, I I check the prices every day and they seem to be going down. And he was like, yeah, if they get like low enough, then maybe we'll get you a ticket and you can go and just like keep an eye on it so i did and last week will highly encouraged me to buy like some stuff for like things to wear to the concert because he was like you know the prices are getting lower so you might as well like buy stuff now in case and so i was like you know what you're right like this is me trying to uh, make the prices go down by sheer will and pun not intended um and i bought like a little mirror ball headband that has like little tiny mirror balls on it like disco balls and i bought like disco ball earrings because mirror ball is one of my favorite taylor swift songs and yeah so bought those and I was checking the prices on Monday. I checked them, and the prices had gone up a little bit. They, they like, hadn't gone down, which they had been doing over the past couple weeks. And so I texted Will, like, oh, no, they, they're going back up. I might miss my chance. And so I was just, like, going to take the defeat and be like, oh, well, Like, I can use the headband and the earrings for, like, a costume for Halloween or something. But then he called me, and he tells me that he and all of, like, our friends and family have been chatting for a few days, and they all pitched in money to buy me a ticket to go to the Taylor Swift concert tonight. And... I'm so, like, words cannot express how, like, in disbelief I am that they did that. Like, I'm getting emotional. I cannot believe that this is happening, that this happened, that, like, my friends 
they like put money in to buy me a ticket and like my parents pitched in and his parents pitched in and like all like my siblings-in-law and like just our friends and like to be able to get to go to this concert I am so excited and I'm like I can't believe that I get to go tonight and I'm so excited like words cannot describe like I I can't like I I'm so I don't know I'm so excited anyway so I will definitely be sharing my experience with you all next week and to my friends who pitched in to help and to my parents and to my parents-in-law thank you so much literally like that I can't thank you enough thank you like doesn't even begin to like be a true like sentiment of my feelings like I from the bottom of my heart I can't believe you guys did this for me and I am just I'm just so grateful and I I can't wait to talk to you all about it next week so yeah just thank you so much I I can't believe it okay so let's get into today's episode starting with what I'm currently reading I'm still currently reading Kingdom of Ash by Sarah J Mass. this is a huge book and I'm slowly getting through it I am also just sad to be finishing this series so I think I'm kind of slowing my pace down a little bit to kind of drag it out but I'm almost done I have like 200 pages left it's like in 980 pages like it's it's a big book so it's taking me a while but I will have it done by next week for sure and I was thinking I might do a little palette cleanser before I read the last SJM books I have three more after this and each of them are like over 800 pages long so I might do a little palette cleanser read like a contemporary romance or something and then I'll get back into it but yeah I'm I'm still really enjoying it and I just this is like I don't care how long this takes me I just want to reread them and enjoy them and I don't really care about like my reading goals that much because I just wanted to like leisurely enjoy my time so that is what I'm currently reading thinking and I will have it done by next week so I will be talking about another book by next uh, Saturday so today I wanted to talk to you about some books that I have been excited to read some new books that are put on my TBR kind of do like a book haul um, sort of thing that I've of books that I've collected over the past couple months So let's talk about that. The first book that I'm super excited to read is Ignite Me by Tahara Mafi. This is like the third book in the Shatter Me series, but if you read the novellas with it, then it's quote on like technically quote quote the fifth book, but it's the third book in the series. And I am super excited to read this one. This next, like, Ignite Me seems to be the book that people love the most, and I feel like 
this is the book where we really get to see the romance between Juliet and Warner when in the past it's all about it's been about Juliet and uh what's his name Jack I don't know I don't even remember his name Jake I don't know um but yeah this one I am looking forward to getting into I'm really enjoying this book series I really like the way Tahara Mafi's way of writing in this book is like the way that the story is written and then like the main character Juliet is like we're in her point of view we're in her mind and so kind of the way that Mafi writes the story is like entire lines will be crossed out entire words will be repeated over and over and over again or there'll be counting sequences like just one two three four five six and it'll just be written out like that or like some words will be all smushed together with no spaces and it kind of shows how her brain is working and how she is feeling like with anxiety and since she's been like locked up all of her life she doesn't really know people overwhelm her and she's kind of scared because if she touches you you'll die and when she had thought that that there was like one person to the exception of this rule now she realizes that like his power kind of negates her power but since he's learning to control it she can't no longer like really touch him anymore and then she kind of goes back into this repeating and just like I feel like it's a spiral downwards and as she but as the book progresses and has Juliet gains more confidence and stuff those lines that are crossed out become less common and the number counting comes less common and all of those things it starts to read like a normal book as she gains more confidence and stuff but then like if something happens then she'll you know fall back into that and I feel like if I had read this series back in high school or even middle school I think it was out while I was in middle school I would have loved it like when I was reading the Hunger Games and Divergent and all those other dystopian type books I would have really enjoyed this book series I just think I was kind of like I saw the title shatter me and thought that was like an embarrassing book to read and it would have like just the title alone would have persuaded me not to read it because yeah and also like the first edition cover of this book I don't know I just would have been embarrassed so I wouldn't have felt comfortable reading it I feel like my parents would have made fun of me for reading it so I just I yeah I didn't want to read it but I have definitely been enjoying this book and I can't wait to finish the series it's like an 11 book series or something like that so we're definitely getting a lot of content from these characters the next book that I'm excited to read is Daisy Hates the Great Undoing by Jessa Hastings this is the fourth book in the Magnolia Parts series 
This is the second book we get in Daisy's perspective, and I am loving this series so much. I'm so excited for this fourth book. I I think I like Daisy's storyline a little better than Magnolia's, and uh, I feel like, not that I can relate to it more, but I more so enjoy the drama that Daisy is going through and more than I like Magnolia's drama. And I feel like it's more higher stakes because Daisy is a part of like a mafia family and just the stakes are really high. And Magnolia, she's just, you know, the the rich, like she's the Blair Waldorf of the series if you've seen Gossip Girl and that's basically what these books are about like kind of London society young adult Gossip Girl and it's really really interesting to read just the drama if you like reality tv shows the drama if you like Gossip Girl then I feel like you'll like this book series a lot it's just you're trying they're trying to like get together with each other magnolia and bj and then daisy and her boyfriend and things just keep happening and they can't figure it out and they're too prideful to admit how they really feel and then they like go cheat on one another and they just just doesn't end well and it never seems to end well and you're like so frustrated Because you want them to get together, but then you're like, wait, should I really be rooting for these toxic people to be together, or should they not be together at all? But yeah, that's it. It's just toxic drama. I love it. It's so entertaining. It's like a reality TV show in a book, and I'm just loving it. It is very good. The next book that I'm looking forward to reading and I'm super looking forward to this book is The Ashes and the Star-Cursed King by Carissa Broadbent and this is the second book to the Nyaxes series. I can't pronounce that word. I'm so sorry. But the first book was called The Serpent and the Wings of Night. I read this on my Kindle and I loved this book. It was fantasy with vampires and there was a Hunger Games type of competition in the book and the main character she's a human being raised by the king of the vampires and she enters this competition because the vampire or I guess person who wins is granted their heart's desire so she goes in and she wants to become as powerful as a vampire so that she doesn't feel like she's prey anymore. She can be a predator instead. And she goes in, she meets some unlikely allies that she's very tentative about at first, but then she ends up forming a bond and even falling in love with one of her allies in the end of this book was such a whiplash. I am super excited to read the second book. I was not expecting the ending of this book at all. I was super surprised and I'm very excited to see how the rest of this book goes. I've heard a lot of amazing things about Carissa Broadbent. I feel like she's going to be 
very big. She's written, I think she's written five fantasy books at this point. She's written two books in this series and then three books of another series that I haven't read yet, but I have the first book on my Kindle of that series, so I'm looking forward to getting into that one too. And I feel like she is kind of a mix between Sarah J. Mass and Jennifer L. Armentrout, and I am really excited to see where she goes because her way of writing stories and stuff is very interesting, and I feel like she's just an amazing author, and she's going to be the next great fantasy writer of this generation. So I'm very excited to read this next one and to read her other series. I will let you know all what I think because I think it's going to be amazing. I definitely, definitely think so. so. The next book that I got was The Bone Shard Daughter by Andrea Stewart. This is a fantasy, I think it's YA, but I actually, no, it's not YA, it's adult fantasy. And I'm, I've seen this book on the shelf for years. Also, if you can hear my cats playing in the litter box, I'm so sorry. I should wait until he's done, but goodness gracious. He is like, Pocket is like the most clean cat ever. He hates touching the litter. And so he'll like scrape the side and roof of the litter box to cover his stuff up when really that doesn't do anything. He just can't stand touching the litter. Anyway, so sorry. Okay, he's done. He's good. Goodness gracious. Back to the Bone Shard Daughter. I've seen this book on many, many TVRs and many favorite books, and it is definitely something that I want to read. One of my friends, I can see on my Goodreads account which of my friends have read it, and my friend has read this, and she gave it a pretty good review, so I trust her review, so I decided to get it, but I will read to you the little snippet of this book. It says, The Emperor's reign has lasted for decades, his mastery of bone shard magic powering the animal-like constructs that maintain law and order. But now his rule is failing, and revolution is sweeping across the Empire's many islands. Lin is the Emperor's daughter and spends her days trapped in a palace of locked doors and dark secrets. When her father refuses to recognize her as heir to the throne, she vows to prove her worth by mastering the forbidden art of bone shard magic. Yet such power carries a great cost, and when the revolution reaches the gates of the palace, Lin must decide how far she is willing to go to claim her birthright and save her people. And this has two books, or three books in the series, and that just sounds super interesting. I'm super intrigued. I'm excited to read this. I have been really enjoying fantasy books lately, and this is one that I'm definitely excited to read. I've never read a book by Andrea Stewart, so this will be a first time for me, and I am excited for the journey. The next book on my list is Heartless by Alicia Silver. 
This book is actually the second book in a series, but it's like one of those standalone series. So that means you can read each book as a standalone, but they're all interconnected in some way. And this one is a, okay, it's a romance about a nanny and the, like, father of the kid that she's nannying. And I do feel a little weird about reading, like, a nanny romance because I am a nanny and that is a line I would never cross, but... I heard such amazing things about this book. It has 4.42 stars on Goodreads, which is really high. And one of the girls, one of the YouTubers that I follow, she gave this a four-star review. And she talked about it on her uh, like favorite books of the month video. So, you know what? I thought why not just read it and see if I like it and if it is if it hits too close to home then I'm just not gonna finish it but it was like I got it for free on my Kindle so I thought you know might as well just try it out but yeah I don't want to be like whatever it's fine and yeah I'm you know I'm just gonna take myself out of this situation you know pretend that I have no like, I cannot relate at all to being a nanny and try to enjoy this as best I can. And I'm not going to read this little snippet for this book because it is very, it looks very cringy and I would feel very embarrassed to read this out loud. So we'll move on from that one, but I am excited to read this. I think this will be my palate cleanser book after I finish Kingdom of Ash, just because it. I don't know, gives that palate cleanser vibe. So yeah, that's this one. The next one is What Lurks Between the Fates by Harper L. Woods. This is the third book of the Flesh and Bone series. And I've read the first two books. It was, um, oh my gosh, What Lies Beyond the Veil and What Hunts Inside the Shadows. I read these, I think, January and February, and this book, it just came out. So I have it on my Kindle, like my other, the other two books in the series. And this, this series is very interesting because it feels very A Court of Thorns and Roses with the split of the Fae and the humans, and then they're separated by this veil in A Court of Thorns and Roses. They're separated by an invisible wall. and But one day the veil breaks. And if you have been chosen by the fates to have a mate, then you have this mark on your body that shows you are fae marked. And that means that you have a fae mate somewhere. And your mate is trying to find you, drag you back to the fey realm, and like have you as his mate or their mate. It works both ways. And I was very intrigued by it. Also, if you are fey marked, then the humans will also kill you because they don't want the fey around them at all. And it's said to be like fey or beasts and they're cruel 
and they're not kind and you don't want like being a mate is worse than death so you should just die and instead of being dragged back to the fey realm and so the story is the main character her name is Estrella she basically runs away from her family um she lived right next to the veil and she accidentally shattered it because she touched it and so she runs away she finds this guy I think he calls himself Calum but I might be saying his other name I can't remember very much it was a long time ago and they decide to travel together and they find a secret society of other fey marked and so they join them but then Calum betrays her and turns out that he is her fey mate who's trying and having like trying to get her back to the to the fey realm and he's trying to hide from one of the fey queens and anyway so i this is a book series where i wasn't sure how much i could handle this the spice level because it seemed to be in there solely just to be in there sometimes you know like spicy stuff is in there that's fine i feel like it can show how the relationship is progressing how much they like each other yada yada but then sometimes it's in there just to be smut and nothing else and i don't really like that like a lot of it can be skipped over it's just too much sometimes and i feel like there's a line for me and i feel like this book crosses it a little bit so i'm going to read the third book I feel like it's turning into the From Blood and Ash series by Jennifer L. Armentrout. The first two books were good. The first book was great. Loved the first book. So amazing. Second book was good. I liked it. I love a betrayal. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was it was Chef's Kiss, the betrayal aspect. And then by the end of the book, yeah, it started crossing that line for me. And then the third book was so boring, except the only thing that made it slightly interesting was the amount of times that the two main characters did it. And it wasn't even that interesting because they did it all the time. And then it started getting weird with like other people. And I, I, I just, I just, I was like, nope, DNF'd the third book didn't want to read the rest of the series I heard it got super weird super quick and nope and I kind of feel like these books are going towards that direction but I don't want to really say that it is without at least giving this book a try because I have been enjoying the series a lot and I just you know give it get I'll give it a shot and if it's too much then I'll DNF it's not a big deal and that is my thoughts on um, this book series. So there you go. This next book I'm super excited about, and it is Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I, you all know how much I love Taylor Jenkins Reid. Every book I've read by her has been a five-star read, and this one just seemed so interesting and intriguing. 
one of her movies, One True Love, or one of her books, oh my gosh, One True Loves is out right now. It's a movie. It's It got turned into a movie, and Philippa Sue plays the main character. Philippa Sue, Philippa Sue played Eliza Hamilton on the original casting of Hamilton the Musical on Broadway. She was literally Lin-Manuel Miranda's wife. She's in this movie. I love her. I love her so much. And so I can't wait to see this movie. I'm super excited. But forever interrupted. Okay. I will read the little snippet for this book. So it says, it begins bright and promising. The newlywed couple is headed is head over heels in love, having eloped six months after they met. But it all shatters in an instant. Ben, out riding his bike, is hit by a truck and dies on impact. Elise hears the sirens outside her apartment, but by the time she gets downstairs, his body has already been taken to the hospital. When she arrives, Elise is greeted by an unexpected visitor, her mother-in-law, Susan, whom she's never met, and who doesn't even know she exists. Both are seared with grief. Susan is still mourning the death of her own husband several years earlier, and the loss of her only son is almost too much to bear. The two women immediately sour on one another, fighting over what to do with Ben's belongings and how to fulfill his wishes. By the time, But as time goes by, Susan and Elise both realize that despite the terrible accident, that brought them together they are now the only family they have left and so I I don't know I just feel like that is so interesting and I am very intrigued by that book I'm super excited to read it and yeah I I love Taylor Jenkins reads I feel like she writes things in a way that like topics I've I've never really been written about before like one true loves her husband went missing she tries to move on she is getting married again and then her husband comes back and then she has to decide what she wants to do and then like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo Taylor um Daisy Jones and the six um like all of these books that you know about topics that are really original and interesting and I love her, so I'm very excited about this one. This is a good palate cleanser as well between fantasy books because it's just, it's something different. It'll be heart-wrenching probably, and I'll probably cry, but I love a good, I love a book that'll make me cry. I, I really do. Okay, this last book that I'm going to talk about is... Daughter of No Worlds by Carissa Broadbent. This is her other series that I'm looking forward to reading. I will read the little snippet. I'll read some of it at least. It's pretty long. But this is, yeah, Daughter of No Worlds. It's the first book in the War of Lost Hearts series. And one of my friends gave it five stars and said, so good, devoured this. So there you go. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> Okay, a former slave fighting for justice, a reclusive warrior who no longer believes it exists, and a dark magic that will entangle their fates, ripped from a forgotten homeland as a child. Oh my gosh, these names are so hard to pronounce out loud. Uh, Tisana, okay, learned how to survive with nothing but a sharp wit and a touch of magic, 
but the night she tries to buy her freedom, she barely escapes with her life. Desperate to save the best friend she left behind, Tisana journeys to the Orders, the most powerful organization of magic wielders in the world. But to join their ranks, she must complete an, imp- an apprenticeship with Max- Maxitarius. Oh my gosh, Maxitarius Fairloin. I should really rehearse these before I record and embarrass myself. A handsome and reclusive fire wielder who despises the orders. The order's intentions are cryptic, and Tisana's Tisana must prove herself under the threat of looming war. But even more dangerous are her growing feelings towards Maxentarius. Okay, that sounds very interesting, and I'm very excited for that. It kind of reminds me of uh, Daughter of the Drowned Empire series a little bit, but she isn't a slave in that book, but she does have to join this uh, like school to prove herself because she doesn't have any magic. But at that, it slightly reminds me of that. She falls in love with her trainer, yada, yada. I'm excited for this one. I love fantasy. One of my reading goals this year was to read more fantasy books, and I feel like I'm definitely achieving that goal because of all the fantasy books that I've read lately. So I'm definitely excited about these reads. I feel like this is a great book haul. There's some more books that I got, but this episode is already running a little long, so maybe I'll do a part two sometime and share more of the books that I got over the past couple months because I try to switch it up between my Kindle books, real books, because Kindle books are so cheap, I can get more books for less money, and we love playing the system like that. So thank you all for listening. I can't wait to tell you all about the Taylor Swift concert next week, and I can't wait to share my next reads and thoughts with you next week as well. So I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you for coming to my library, and I will talk to you all later. Bye!